Good morning, KSL News Time. It's 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. It is uh, breaking news. We're still gathering details this morning about a shooting in Bountiful that turned deadly. Police Lieutenant Andrew Smith says they got their first call of shots fired at 1 in the morning. Officers responded to the area and located an unresponsive male. Uh, the male was provided life-saving treatments on scene, transported to a local hospital where he subsequently has passed away from his injuries. Police are early on in the investigation and have not released many details. They do say the person who died is not from Bountiful. Stay with KSL for more information. Eye on the Hill 2024. Utah lawmakers have passed two bills that could give people a couple of major tax breaks. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Adam? Amanda, the legislature has agreed to invest nearly $170 million to lower the state income tax rate from 4.65 to 4.55%. The full House and Senate have also passed a bill that expands an $1,000 child tax credit. Currently, parents can only claim that credit if their kids are at least one, but no older than three years old. If passed uh, or if signed, that would include four-year-olds as well. So it gives one more year of eligibility. Both of those bills now headed to the governor's desk. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Utah lawmakers passed a bill last evening increasing the number of kids that can be watched in unlicensed daycare centers. KSL TV's Daniel Woodruff is following that story for us. Lawmakers say this is about expanding the supply of child care facilities in Utah. Representative Susan Pulsifer also added two guardrails in her bill, requiring unlicensed providers to get a background check and limiting the number of very small children they can care for at one time. The bill says unlicensed daycare centers can now watch eight kids instead of just six. The National Institute for Highway Safety reports four-way intersections are the deadliest for drivers in Utah. KSL News Radio's Heather Kelly is live with more. Heather? Amanda, overall, Utah has one of the lowest death rates per capita for traffic accidents. However, more than 1,200 Utahns died in auto crashes over the five-year study. According to the data, almost a quarter of those fatalities happened at intersections, with the four-way being the deadliest. The second most dangerous in Utah is the three-way stop, or T-intersection, followed by a Y-intersection. The Y interchange is a junction where the road splits into two different directions or merges from those two directions into one road. The study is a reminder for drivers to be extra vigilant at any type of interchange. Live, Heather Kelly, KSL News Radio. Governor Cox just signed six new bills. KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff continues our team coverage. Eye on the Hill 2024. This morning, six resolutions and three amendments to previous bills have the governor's signature. The amendments deal with employment confidentiality and non-disclosure during sexual assault, sexual harassment, and allegations of sexual harassment. Another removes the residency requirement for people gathering signatures as part of the election process. And the third makes some changes to the things considered government records and subject to open records requests. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories now. The Supreme Court has picked a day to hear from President Trump's claim that he has presidential immunity in the election interference case. ABC's Perry Russell reports from Washington, D.C. The court's scheduling arguments for April 22nd, significantly delaying the case brought by special counsel Jack Smith. I think this makes it less and less likely that we'll see the case go to a jury and let the jury decide the facts and the law regarding the, the charges that Jack Smith's uh, grand jury brought against him. Earlier this month, the federal appeal 
appeals court unanimously rejected Trump's immunity claim, saying former President Trump has become citizen Trump. Any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president no longer protects him against this prosecution. Trump appealed that ruling. Legal scholars are now looking at past administrations to see if presidential immunity could be applied. Let's check your first look traffic and go back to Andy Farnsworth. And we start off with traffic in good shape on the freeways this morning. I-15, 215, and I-80 all clear. Uh, a little bit heavy on some Bangor stretch through West Valley at some of the intersections. And it does look like a little bit more traffic on the roads in Clearfield and Syracuse heading over towards I-15. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Mayor Mendenhall says she has goals for the city heading further into her second term. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson has details. Mendenhall's latest goals announced this week are broken into four key themes. Livability, capital projects, resiliency, and organizational efficiency, well-being. Mayor supports state funding for homeless services and affordable housing, as well as mental and behavioral health services, and hopes the state will help her fund expanding of the city's violent crime reduction strategy by using more data and hotspot policing. She wants also to develop design concepts working toward the Ballpark Next project, reimagine Smith Ballpark, and to complete a Main Street pedestrian promenade. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. Some people who have stopped taking Ozempic are reporting that their weight loss comes right back. KSL News Radio's Heather Peterson has the story. Reports show that people who get off the medication tend to gain about two-thirds of the weight they lost back. Doctors say the problem is that Ozempic curbs your appetite, and once off of it, the cravings come back. Some may be advised to wean off Ozempic slowly if they don't want to take the expensive medication anymore, but you should talk to your doctor about the solution that's right for you. Several reports say many employers' health plans want to restrict people from using Ozempic for weight loss. If you haven't noticed the calendar, today is Leap Day. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live. Michael? Amanda, you can actually thank Julius Caesar and his astronomer Sosigenes for creating the leap years. You see, back in the day, they wanted to simplify the calendar for the sake of annual celebrations. Well, turns out the Romans may have been onto something. You see, a year is 365 days plus about six hours long. Leap Year Day mitigates that overflow, and without it, our seasons would gradually start shifting off course, and summer would begin in December by the 28th century. Yeah, I know, a pressing threat. But if you were born on this day in 1924, just want to say, happy 25th birthday. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. They're called leapers, so happy oh, wow. birthday to the leapers yes. out there. UFO sightings are more common in the western side of the country, it turns out. A University of Utah study and associate professor Dr. Richard Medina is attempting to find out why. You know, we think it might have something to do with clear skies or recreational cultures. It's just people outside looking up. See, we were right. The National UFO Research Center reports about 98,000 sightings over a 20-year period. 